Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. And here we go. Oh, it's Corona. Coronavirus. Worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, it continues now. Uh, a thing called the uh, coronavirus. And uh, I would like to just uh, wish the coronavirus a happy anniversary. Uh, it's been a year since the World Health Organization has declared the novel coronavirus a global pandemic. So happy anniversary. Uh, it's the one year anniversary, which makes it the paper anniversary. So I got you a mask. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. With that in mind, uh, we have to still mock it because what else are you going to do? It's time for the Mark and Interpol coronavirus update with, with jokes. jokes. So University of Arizona study says that... It's probably not a great idea to have four or five drinks before you go and get your vaccination. It's not a good idea? Not a good idea. Huh. They say it may affect the vaccine's effectiveness. And your ability to drive yeah, while I heading just, four or five? Yeah, it's just four or five? Thank you, University of Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> Quality education there, Doc. Yeah. I think that's kind of common sense yeah, right there, You would right? think so, yeah. yeah. Don't drink before getting a vaccine. Jesus. Yeah. Also, water is wet. Yep. So what's the definition of being good in bed once you once you're in your 60s? What is the definition of being good in bed once you're in your 60s? Well, you don't snore or hog the covers. Uh by the way, who's going to be in there? I'm sorry, what? Nothing. I couldn't hear you over the laughter. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, mental note, show note, programming note. Friday, Mark will be in his 60s. That is true. You Today is my know. last day in my 50s. Yep. That's insane. All over now for Mark. So, oh, you know, I'm going to plan the moratorium. CVS is now providing COVID-19 shots through federal programs in 29 states and Puerto Rico. I don't believe one of ours. Oh, it is in CVS here in town. So keep that in mind. Yeah, you got Alabama, you Arizona, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, and a whole bunch of others. I'm not going to get into it. But all I know is that you can get it here, and that's all we really need to know. So uh, if you want, you maybe you can arrange your COVID-19 shot at a CVS. Hey, Mark. Yeah. Just a point of uh, contention, because we sometimes will do this. Jokes about murderers aren't funny. Okay. Unless they're executed properly, of course. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Seemed a little gratuitous. I know. It's good to know, though. <laughs> So the Johnson and Johnson one shot vaccine is that what they're calling it? Is that is that, is that like the is like the brand name of it? Uh, well, I don't the know. One shot vaccine. I like you know the yeah. one shotter. Yeah, it sounds good for professionals on the go who don't have time for two vaccines. Come and take the Johnson and Johnson one shot. Well, here's who can get it in Maricopa County. Since right, we just then. got thirty four thousand doses. If you work in the food or agriculture business, okay, grocery store workers, convenience store workers, those who work in carnicerias, post office. Workers, public transportation workers, manufacturing, funeral home workers. Why? They can get it too. I guess. State and local government workers. They can get it also. I, you know, it, it, conspicuous by its absence, uh, morning drive radio personnel. Oh, What the hell? I know. Don't they understand the danger that we're in every day? Do you think it's easy playing these, uh, these songs? Hey, did you hear about the pimp? Who opened a brothel but didn't have any girls? Uh, no, I didn't hear about the pimp who opened a brothel but didn't have any girls. Yeah, he had to run things by hand. 
It's your Mark and Andrew Paul coronavirus update with jokes. So the other day, uh, apparently President Biden's dog, Major, bit somebody. In the White House. Well, they don't know if he bit or if it was just a, he lunged at him. There's aggressive, been a, couple, yeah, there's yeah. Been a couple, couple of instances of aggressive behavior. Uh, and that is often the case when you have any dog, not much less the German Shepherd. It's or, a rescue dog. Too, and, so yeah, they, but he's bonded. He's bonded yeah. to the family members. And I would the, the rumor is that it was a Secret Service person. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, look, anybody gets too close to your your person as a dog. You know, they do that. So the dog was sent back to Delaware. Right. Where, where both, both dogs have been sent both back. Both dogs have been. Yeah. See, I always thought they sent them to a farm upstate. Yes. They'd have plenty of room to run around. <laughs> now, that's where you're spending this weekend, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> as, you, as you turn 60, you're gonna, we've got a nice. Now that's me. We've got an all-expenses-paid trip upstate to the beautiful farm where, you know what, you'll be surrounded by dogs. Yeah, yeah exactly. Coincidentally enough, yeah. And I'll have plenty of room to run around. Yeah, it'll be but, great. I'll walk around, of course. But sure. um, the, the funniest thing to me was, so they have this press conference where um, – the president's spokesperson is Jen, once a, Jen Psaki. And she's asked this insane question about the dog. That's okay. The, the dogs, immigration, and then Governor Another Cuomo. dog's question. Okay, go I'd ahead. Like to call, just a, a quick clarification sure. on the dogs. Okay. Um, can you confirm that it was a Secret Service member who was bitten? And can you also reassure the public that Major Biden will not be euthanized as a result of this? Well, certainly Major Biden is a member of the family, so I can assure you that. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have any more details on the individual. Um, I would encourage you to ask the Secret Service, but I'm not going to have any more indivi- uh, details other than that. Two things. Uh, the Secret Service is not going to tell you anything. It's in their name. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the, just the very notion of them, he's, he's looking for reassurance that they're not going to euthanize the dog. What kind of president, any president... <laughs> Is going to make the politically foolish move yes. of putting their dog down yes. during the time that they're in office. I mean, that's ridiculous. I know. What's okay? So, I mean, can a, you imagine? There, there's a slight chance that he'll send the dog to live with Aunt Hillary, and then, <laughs> and then but, the dog will commit suicide. There's a chance. I'm not sure. But, but I mean, think about that. Uh, you know, can you imagine an aide going, "Yes, sir. I think it'll be a good your ratings approval. Yes. You know, your approval ratings will just shoot through the roof if you put the dog down." Then we'll move on to cats and bunnies. I'd like to. I'd like to use the presidential advisor on euthanization of your your pet, <clears throat> sir. The optics are bad here. Yeah, I don't mean to be the one to tell you this, but yeah. the optics are a little bad. Even if you had a dog that was frothing at the mouth, yeah. and spasming and yeah. convulsing, yeah. it would still be. You know, as you it's, say, the optics would still be bad <laughs> putting the dog down. You no, know, uh, you, do, you don't do that if you're a politician. And let's not get into that. You know, I don't know whose turn it is in the crosshairs when it comes to dog breeds. I mean, pit bulls have had it going, have had it good for a good decade or so. Uh, but any dog, much less a German Shepherd or any, you know, sort of what they like to call protective species of dog. Sure. We'll do that. I guarantee you, if if somebody gets too close to either you or or your wife, um, your dog Patch will react. Whenever anybody comes into the house that she's not quite sure of, she, yes. she barks for a minute or two. That's and, what they yeah, do. No. That's what all exactly. dogs do. Yeah. So you would, you can imagine if it was in fact a Secret Service person and they were a little too close to the president or first lady. Uh, that's the do- that's what the dogs do. And I, I don't want to say they're trained to do that, but it's sort of inherent in them yeah. to protect. They love and they protect. That's what they do. <laughs> Hey, Phoenix, it's Geronimo. It's time for... 
Time out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. Calling from Queen Creek, we got Johnny on the phone, and he is playing for a DVD copy of Jekyll and Hyde. So here's the deal, Johnny. We give you a Spanish phrase, and then you translate it. We give you three choices. You ready to go? Yep. All right, Johnny, here comes your Spanish phrase. Incorrectamente es la única palabra que incluso cuando se escribe correctamente, se escribe incorrectamente. <laughs> Did you hear that? Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a long one. Let me give it to you again. Incorrectamente es la única palabra que incluso cuando se escribe correctamente, se escribe incorrectamente. All right, Johnny, does that phrase translate into this one? A, thanks for explaining what a plethora is to me. It means a lot. <laughs> B, I before E except after C is scientifically inefficient. Weird. Ooh. Or C, incorrectly is the only word that, even when spelled correctly, is spelled incorrectly. <laughs> Which one is uh, it? I'm going to go ahead and go with C. Nice yeah. job. Nice job, Johnny. Yes, you are correct, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well played, man. You won in timeout for Spanish. Sweet. Timeout for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Thank you, everybody, by the way, for uh, some of the great phone calls and interesting stuff we were talking about yesterday about whether you know the names of your neighbors. Because a lot of people in this country don't. It's like, you know, one in four yeah. people don't have any any idea of any of their neighbors' names. So it, I'm found out that my neighbors are just now finding out. I've been living in the neighborhood for eight years. They're just finding out that I live there. Yeah. Which is kind of an it, interesting and, thing. I, it's pretty typical. Yeah. I mean, it's a typical thing. We, you know, there were people who were like, like this guy was listing people in his cul-de-sac. John is the first one. Clarence is the second one. Mm -hmm. William is the third one. Juan and Consuelo, those are to the left of me. <laughs> Ricardo and Sylvia are to the right. You know, a lot of people know that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. who's on the left, who's on the right, who's directly across the street. It was a big yeah. one. Yeah, there was uh, next door to me, there was Tony and Maria. They've moved to Texas or Oklahoma. I forget where they moved to. And across the street is the girl who, uh, for whatever reason, decided to announce that she's moved into the neighborhood. I'm, I'm wondering if that's state mandated or whatever it was. But she was wearing a very low-cut shirt at the time, so I forget her name. But I remember the shirt. Okay. Yeah. So All right, there's then. that, and then of course I don't. I, I, I've got the guy on the on the left side of me, uh, whose name uh, is. Uh, oh, now I can't remember. <laughs> we had, you know, it's funny. We had a the directly across the street house when I was growing up. I never once in over twenty years saw anybody come out of that house or go into that house. There were cars in the driveway. I never saw a person. In or around that house. When I lived in Bent Court, which is the projects in Southie, uh, it was real easy to know your neighbor because you just opened the window and looked to the left or to the right. It was like it was like you know climbing one of those buildings in Batman. Mm -hmm. The windows would just open and somebody like Burgess Meredith would pop out the window. That's how they talked to each other. They were just like you. You would people that lived on the first floor would talk to the people on the second floor just by opening the windows and yelling up and down back and forth. Yeah. So you kind of knew your neighbors Absolutely. in that way, but it's, it's yeah. a little different when you live in a neighborhood where you're not in an apartment building. It's easy in apartment buildings, I guess, because you've got all the names on the mailboxes. So. You can always say, oh, who's that cute girl in, in 305 or who's that guy in, in 210? You can always go over to the mailbox and sort of fake yeah. your way into it. And just, you know, word of advice, you always got to be careful with neighbors because, like, we're friendly with our neighbors. Right. But I would not say that we are primary members 
of their social circles. Right. Nor are any of our neighbors primary members of our social circle because you get too intertwined and things explode and there are bad feelings. They're right there. Yeah. And, and, and all the time. Yeah. And the other thing about that is you find out um, who your real friends are. Like, you know, your neighbors and you guys are friendly neighbors, but, you know, your neighbors yeah. have your neighbors having a big party or a graduation or something like that. Well, and you don't get invited over. You're like, OK, I know where the line is now. We've actually had some situations like that where somebody would come over and say, hey, just so you know, you're going to see a bunch of cars at our house tomorrow. It's a work party. You yeah. know, and, you, you know, yeah. and we've done the same thing. Like if we've had work parties or something like that. It's funny. Uh, I've never been invited to a work <laughs> we, party. We've never had a work party for this work. Ah, okay. But, uh, but years We've ago. We've been doing this six years and you haven't had a party. <laughs> no, I haven't, actually. <laughs> and certainly not in the last year. But, uh, yeah, you gotta be, got to be careful with the neighbors. It's like if you date somebody right next door and then you break yep. up. Yep. Where do that's, they go? They don't go anywhere. That's the whole reason why I haven't tried to go over and visit with the across-the-street neighbor with the low-cut shirt. That, that doesn't work well. We've got a little thing we like to call the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Now, I don't know why this news took so long to break, but this one goes all the way back to Halloween of last year. Halloween wow. of 2020. Well, maybe you've got like Tony LaRusso's attorneys or something on that, so you'll be able to right. sit on something for six months. Yep. Uh, this was in Alpena Township, Michigan, and James Tanner had some shenanigans planned. The 30-year-old James, he had an acquaintance. James. James had an acquaintance, and he knew that this acquaintance, that she was going to be taking her kids out for trick or treating okay so he's like ah perfect time to break into her house that yeah see i noticed you used the word acquaintance because, because a, friend, a, friend. a friend wouldn't do that no, yeah no. and that is what he did he broke into her house james did on halloween evening oh james but either james stayed too long or the acquaintance's kids wanted to come home early because as james was leaving her house the woman was coming back down the street towards home. Uh-oh. She actually saw James and called out his name as he ran away. James! James! <laughs> so the woman called police who arrived to investigate. Uh, the woman told police that she knew the guy. It was this guy, James. She saw him running away from the house. Police were like, listen, we do our own investigations here. We've conducted a thorough investigation. We have determined that it was this guy, James. <laughs> who we and, saw running away from yes, the home. and that he, he used a debit card to pick the front lock to gain entry. How they would they know that? Because he used a debit card to pick the front lock, his own debit card, and he left it behind as he ran away. Oh, boy. I don't know if it was an active account that he was using the debit card from, but it had his name on it. You know, see, a smart criminal would have lifted somebody's wallet and then used somebody else's debit card while wearing gloves so they don't leave fingerprints. I mean, I'm not saying. I'm yeah. just saying. Exactly. Well, I've seen enough cop shows to know how to do this. If it was a smart criminal... We wouldn't be doing this right now, That's a right? Good point. James Tanner from James. Alpena Township, Michigan. James. James. He's the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. And Epstein didn't kill himself. The dumbass of the day is brought to you by Arrowhead Harley Davidson. Best prices and largest selection on pre-owned Harley Davidsons in the Valley. ArrowheadHarley.com. Now, Paul, you just returned from the restroom, correct? Yes, I needed a nap. While you were gone, <laughs> I was talking to one of our listeners, and she calls occasionally. And here was her first question. I'm good. How are you feeling? 
they still eating a banana with a fork? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> yes. For those that don't know, I'm Mark s- had some uh, some oral surgery, some periodontia surgery last Friday and has uh, been relegated to liquids and soft foods for the better <laughs> yes. part of. I mean, yes, you know, I have. Which is great because tomorrow you turn 60 and that's a peak at your future. Listen, we're all <laughs> headed that way, right? <laughs> we're all headed to only soft food at I some point. I imagine so, yeah. Um, but no, it's like, yeah, the, you know, you said yesterday, you, what, you're, what are you doing with the man? I, said, I know. I saw I'm you eating it with a fork. I can't bite it into anything with my front teeth. Well, you can't. That's the danger zone. You can right lip now. a banana if it's if it's properly ripened. You can lip a banana. You never really have to bite it. Yeah, but what I'm doing is just slicing off slices and then popping it, and then it's got to right. head towards the back of the mouth and then over to the side. Do you do those? Uh, I can chew on. So you're doing the chew thing. You're not just taking it because again, if the banana is ripe enough, you just take it, pop it in your mouth, and use your tongue to crush it. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, you can do that. But yeah. like the roof of my mouth is still kind of sore, and right. so. But I'm I'm doing the like I'm not even a big fan of applesauce, but I, I went I got the Mott's applesauce. Well, I've been yeah. eating a lot of Mott's. Actually, yeah. Mott, you know, by the way, Mott's only made two things. Yeah, applesauce and the hoople. Yeah, and delicious. And the other one is applesauce. <laughs> <Right>. Wait, what? <laughs> so I've also tons of uh, you know bluebell vanilla is like. That's like oh hell yeah! It's so that's damn good. I've no, been eating tons of ice cream, which has been like one of the few perks of this whole thing. Yeah, and I've actually still lost weight. What are you big time than me? Which is ridiculous. Yeah, I imagine uh, so. Yeah. Oh, well, you're not you're not really eating solid food, so no. And yeah. and the solid food, it's such a pain in the neck. The solid food, I do it. I got to cut it up into like these minuscule cubes. <laughs> Again, and it takes, for, a, it takes forever to eat, to get filled up. Peek into your future. You're going to be yeah. sitting there in the chair with a bib around you. and Yeah, but somebody else is going to be doing that. Yeah, your, 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 wife, your wife will be like, here comes the train. I will be able to. <laughs> you know, I will lack the fine motor skills to yeah. cut the food at that point. It, you know so. what? It's great. It's the circle of life is what it is. You start it, off in a, in, a, in a high chair with a bib and a diaper, and that's how you yeah. end. If, if everything yeah. works out all right, that's how it ends. Exa- yeah. yeah. Turning 60 tomorrow is absolutely freaking insane. Are you scared? Does it bother you? No. Did you ever think when you were a kid you'd make it to 60? That was old when you were a kid. I said something to my my wife last night. I won't spend a lot of time on this. We've got got to move on to time out for Spanish. But I said to her, when when I was a sixth grader, one of the teachers said something to the effect of, well, all of you kids from the class of 79, here's what I think. And everybody's like, what's the class of 79? She goes, well, that's when you'll be graduating from high school in 1979. And this was 1973. We were sixth graders. I couldn't even conceive of when that would happen. It oh, no, like I get it. It was yeah. so far away. And now, six, I mean, we've been working together six years. It went like that. Yeah, I remember when uh, uh, when I was a kid and I graduated. I graduated in 86. Uh, and I, I thought to myself, oh, the year 2000 is coming. I'm going to be 32. It's yeah. going to be over. Yeah, no, I always thought about that. <laughs> it's nuts. I'm going to be, when the turn of the century, I'll be in my 30s. That's going to suck. Uh, it is crazy. It's time for at uh, 8.58. We're a little early, but that's okay. We'll spend a little time on the big three at nine. Uh, These are the audio clips that you're going to be hearing at work or most people are talking about uh, and sharing over the Internet. So producer Guido has been hard at work compiling those for us. So you all saw or at least you know about the the interview with Harry and Meghan on Sunday night with Oprah. And there were claims of racism within the royal palace. And so Prince William, who is Harry's brother, he's the one who's 
Uh, he's he Charles' actual son. He looks a lot like his father, Prince yes. Charles, and he's married to Kate Middleton. Yes. Who is lovely herself. Yes. And so they're visiting a, a school yesterday, you know, for, for, for young kids. And the, the, the balls on this reporter. Total, you know, total ceremonial stuff. You know, yeah. they're looking at stuff, walking around. And wrong and, place, wrong time for and, this question. This reporter is like, wow. Dude, you are going for it. Sir, have you broke, have you spoken to your brother since the interview? No, I haven't spoken yet, but I will do. And, and can you just let me know, is the, the royal family a racist family, sir? <laughs> very much not a racist family. <laughs> and you don't, you don't hear his answer, but very much not a racist family. Yeah. Like, like, what else is he going to say? Hell yeah, we're racist. He's like, I will answer all your questions after my clan meeting. Yes. <laughs> I would just like to say, we're not racist, but F the French. <laughs> And the Spaniards, I mean, too. F them as well. Great question. How do you answer a question like that? You answer it the way Prince William answered. Of course not. Of course yeah. we're not racist. Don't it's be like, an idiot. Even if you are, David Duke tells people he's not a racist. Right, exactly. Uh, come on. Are you a racist family? Not anymore. <laughs> are you a racist family? Well, not today, but we're looking, you know, it's early right now. I've got an appointment at four, maybe. Maybe well, I'll, I'll mock some minority later. Whose family isn't a bit racist? <laughs> okay, so. Only at Thanksgiving when my my racist uncle shows up. Prince well, Philip is out of control. Let's let's bring it out of England. We'll bring it back to America. We Eddie Murphy's coming to America. Premiered this weekend. The the second ver- second edition of it. And they're not even waiting for the body to get cold. And by body, I mean King Joffrey Joffre, who, uh, spoiler alert, dies in the in the oh, in the sequel. And you killed it for me. No, I did not. You knew this was coming because somebody has to has to uh, uh, take the throne of Zamunda, and it's not Eddie. Right. So they asked him. Okay, you got coming to America right now. How about a coming to America three? There's an idea for a coming to America three that I have, but it doesn't happen for 16 years. Like I have to be 75 to do, to, to do it. You, <laughs> another yeah. milestone. And not make, not make me up like 75. I have to really be 75. <laughs> so right, yeah. he wants to do it in 16 years. He's 59 now. So it looks good Mur- for 59. He, I mean, if he did it, if Eddie Murphy waited 16 years and then did another coming to America movie, he would look to be about 52 probably in the yeah. movie. I mean, he looks... He looks he hasn't changed that much over the years. Yeah, he looks great for 59. He's pushing 60 and looks great. What's your story? Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Come on, it was easy. It was no, all hanging fruit. I'm much older than him. I'm turning <laughs> 60 tomorrow. <laughs> I, actually, I think his birthday actually is in the same month as mine. Oh, okay. I, I think that would be, I think that would be this month, quickly. just yeah. in case you're wondering. March. Yes, 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 that's this month. All right, then. Hey. At least my front two teeth don't have a gap in it. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so now we've been in England, we've been in America. Now let's go to Mars. The the Mars Perseverance rover is still up there. Yes. And yesterday they sent down the first sound clip of what it sounds like on Mars. Which is about what we thought it would sound like. Not a surprise. That's it, huh? That's what it sounds like on Mars. $2.2 yeah. $2 billion for that, huh? Yes, it, but if you listen to it backwards, you get clues on how Paul McCartney died. Oh, so, so there's so, a, yeah. yeah. It, sound, it sounds like the ocean. It's like if I have a, a seashell up to my <laughs> ear. Does. They spent $2.2 $2 billion for that. Yeah. Money well spent. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm not sure you knew this, Mark, but uh, I have some scientific equipment here at the radio station. Okay. And I've enhanced that audio. What you actually hear is this. <laughs> Yes, yeah. yeah. 
I remember that trip to Mars. Underrated movie, right? Yes, yes. Mars Attacks. Mars Fantastic Attacks. movie. So Very there you fun. go. That's what that sounds like. That's Mars right there. And that is your big three at nine. We'll do it again tomorrow at the same time here at 100.7 KSLX. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. And right now, you can save when you shop your faves. Just buy six or more participating sale items and save 50 cents each with your card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.